Welcome to the True Masculine Project. My name is Eric. I'm your host and fellow student on the path of masculinity. On this show, we will discuss personal development and masculine principles so we can be the best men that we can be. If you are new to the show, welcome, and you may want to head on over to the intro episode. Uh, describes the format and a little bit more about what we want to cover here. And for the rest of us, on to the show. Hey, and welcome back to the show. On today's episode, we're going to talk about something that is really uh, near and dear to my heart. And one of the driving influences behind me even doing this podcast in the first place, and that is male community and male brotherhood. So today we're going to talk about why that's important, uh, how to build it, in my opinion, what it should go about looking like in terms of the types of people that you choose to engage with on this level of closeness. Uh, So let's get started. Now, uh, we've all heard the old adage is that you are the average of the five people that you spend the most uh, time with. And according to Dr. David McClellan of Harvard, that uh, the people you habitually associate with determine as much as 95% of the success or failure you have in life. So whatever you want to do in your life, you want to make sure that you get around or hang around people who are going to support you in those endeavors and not, uh, let's say, lead you astray, uh, discourage you from getting the things that you actually want out of your life. Now, these types of relationships, this band of brotherhood, this tribe, these take some effort to build, uh, but they are absolutely worth it, even even, even if it was just the one stat I just listed instead of uh, some others, which we'll get to. And uh, this isn't the type of relationship you're going to have with a lot of your acquaintances, your friends in your life. Hell, you're probably only going to really have this type of relationship with maybe two, three, four, uh, perhaps five, if you're really lucky and really intentional about building these types of friendships with uh, other men. And hell, it seems that even if people aren't intentional about building the right type of friendships, they end up falling into some angry section of the internet and then you see them coming out later as being a powder of uh, the proud boys or just insert any sort of really angry hyper aggressive uh, for what appears to be no real reason a lot of thought echo chamber not rooted in science or reality type thinking well frankly you know things that are just not effective and we have goals and you know some things are not fair but you want to build the types of relationships you want to learn the types of skills that are going to move you towards what you want and not just make you feel good. And these are the type of relationships that if you do this correctly, uh, one will be positive influences on you and your community and as uh, leaders in our lives and hopefully in our communities. We, uh, we obviously want to encourage positive, inclusive, and not divisive or negative friendships. And it is my belief that the masculine keeping the masculine in check is a way forward to a more peaceful, more productive, uh, more inclusive future. And it is one of my eventual goals to have a forum or a website where if you don't, if you can't find uh, people locally who share these same sort of positive values that you share, that you have, the ones that you defined for yourself in the Purpose and Boundaries episode, that, uh, I mean, for now you can talk to me Um, I'm accessible on Instagram, but in the future, there will be many guys that you can talk to that share the same sort of core beliefs, right? That uh, science and research is important, that there are many ways of thinking, and that open and honest discussion and real discussion, right? No straw manning is a way forward 
uh, that masculine and masculine values are important, um, but not in a way that you need to send women back into the kitchen unless she wants to work from home, which is totally fine, right? But should have the option, should not be forced to, right? Like people who agree that this is the way forward and are willing to be willing to talk and sort of bond with each other. Now, these, these types of relationships are important because they help keep you on track. It is not fair um, for you to expect your partner to be able to shoulder all of your emotional and social needs, right? You need friends, other outlets, people that you aren't as emotionally entangled with as your partner that you can bounce ideas off of, talk about issues that you're having at work, and then offer their own suggestions back. People are social animals, uh, despite the fact that we you know, now live in solo homes and most people do not know who their neighbors are. We used to live in tribes. We spent all days you know, either hunting or gathering together. And you would then form bonds with these people um, and they would function as a sort of social outlet for you. Now with people working from home, uh, you have to be a bit more intentional about these things. Otherwise, they will fall away um, and you won't have them when you need them. We all know or have experienced that guy who disappears when he gets in a relationship. And then when the relationship is over or he loses a job or insert any other you know thing that happens here, when he needs something for you, he pops back up. Now, you may do him a favor still because you like remember all of the times that you had spent together. But that relationship is not what it was. It's It feels disingenuous, right? Like, where were you this entire time? Don't just show back up randomly just like the best time to dig a well is before you are thirsty and actually need the water the time to cultivate and build up the relationships and keep those relationships strong is before you need to withdraw from the social bank account women tend to instinctually do this right regardless of their relationship status what's going on in their lives they have group chats going hell they may have more than one group chat going inside of friend groups uh, to make sure that they keep those bonds alive between them now you may not talk to people every day but you don't go seven six eight months without talking to somebody and then decide that you may need something in the future they keep those wells built and uh, just in case because you never know what's going to happen in the future that you may need somebody there are also tangible health benefits of having um, a brotherhood, a tribe, or at least a couple of really close male friends that you can bounce some things off of. Uh, you have lower blood pressure than people who are lonely or do not have male friends, a lower body mass index, less likely to experience depression and live up to 22% longer. In fact, the statistics for suicide among men um, or suicide in general in 2018 showed that the suicide rate for males is 3.7 times higher than it is for women. Now, obviously, you can't attribute all of that to women being better at maintaining friendships that are deep and meaningful uh, than men. But there is something to that, that loneliness, right, that the majority of men are going to experience in their lives at some point if they don't make it a point to maintain these uh, relationships. In the past, I've, you know, put myself on an island by not making my relationships a priority. And then when you need someone to talk to outside of your partner, you don't have anyone because you haven't bothered to keep up with those people. Now I have a few different close relationships, people I talk to all the time, people I check in with once a week to make sure that I'm still moving in the direction that I need to be moving in. And if either one of us has something serious that we need to talk about, we can talk about it on this check-in, right? It doesn't have to be super long. You have some people that I see in person, some people are online only, 
but these relationships gives me a sense of connection um, with other men. That way you don't feel like you are so alone in basically what it means and what it feels like to be a man because you can't, um, you know, other men are probably going to have the same type of mindset as you, the same type of experiences growing up, and we're coming from the same type of brain structure, right? And this is not saying that women's brains are less than or men's men's brains are less than just that uh we're structured we're wired for different things and if you read or listen to the male and female brain audiobooks then you know what i'm talking about um so let's talk about how to build this if you've been living in the same place for a while you might already have some people that you can do this sort of thing with um you just might not have tapped into it yet and if you move then we can talk about uh some new ways to go around meeting people now, if you have lived in the same place for a while, you can take some of your drinking buddies or people that you believe to be more receptive to the more positive, more self-improvement type messaging. And funnily enough, it's fairly easy to find. If you have anyone in your life who is upwardly mobile, like they want to do something more than just work at where they're working, they want to climb the ladder, or they're just sort of high up in a company or they make good money, they most likely have a growth mindset. You know, they believe that they can learn and grow and change and probably keep up with, you know, changing technologies. They are going to be the type of people that you want to form friendships with. People in the places that you are trying to go or people who are generally positive are the people that you want to form these friendships with. If you have a friend who is doing well, um, you can try some deeper disclosure than some of the things that you usually talk about, right? So there's three levels of disclosure. You have light disclosure, which is something nondescript, doesn't really matter that much. Like, hey, I had a sandwich today for lunch. That's light disclosure. Um, then you have medium and heavy disclosure, and those things get a bit more personal. You talk about what's actually going on in your life, not just social level things like, you know, football or, you know, some random nonsense uh, at work that happened that you don't really care about. These are things that are deeply important to you. Like, hey, I'm trying to get to XYZ level at work uh, for someone who's been there, or let me run some things by you to see what you think about this. Um, and then you see what they say. Now, if you throw out some medium or heavy disclosure with someone and they don't respond back, they change the subject, then maybe they're just not ready for that type of relationship. If they make fun of you or don't bother to, let's see, offer anything constructive, then maybe this is also not the type of person that you want to have this relationship with. Um, and that's fine. Not all relationships are going to be the super bromancy type relationships where you talk about everything and have a place to get things off your chest. That's okay. Not everybody's built for that or has that type of emotional depth or really even cares about doing any better uh, than where they're at. And that's fine. Uh, you just need to move on to find somebody else. Now, in trying to find somebody else, you have to remember that men have activity partners, not just sort of talk and bonding sort of friendships. This is why it's hard for dudes to make new friends when they move because you got to get out and do some shit, man. People have activity partners. And even if you think about it now, the people that you drink with that you've known for a long time, you did activities with them first, right? You played a sport. Uh, you may have worked together and decided that you liked them outside of work so that you maintain that relationship. There was some sort of thing that you did together and you bonded over that. And then you move that to somewhere else. And then from there, you were able to deepen that, that friendship, that connection, that relationship. You didn't just walk up to them, but just sort of start talking and sharing. That's not how males bond. 
if you're trying to do it that way, it's not going to work. It, it doesn't have to be in person, right? You could be playing a game on the internet. Tons of people meet and bond that way. And you can have some super deep friendships with some people that you've never met um, because you are doing an activity together. Activity partners do not expect to uh, bond with dudes from just talking alone. And the best places to find these people at are going to be doing activities that you also like, right? So if you're into yoga or weightlifting or boxing, mountain climbing, bowling, it doesn't matter. When you go to a place where people engage in these activities, every man that you see there is going to be a potential uh, friend, right? Now, not everybody's looking for this, and this is just like with the meeting women and the basic social dynamics uh, information that we covered, that's okay. But the key is that you strike up some basic conversation and you keep it super light for a while. Uh, this is going to take some time to build, but it's not going to take as long as you think. So the first time you show up, let's just say for bowling league, you do some generic bowling, you introduce yourself, you sort of join in on the conversations that the people who have been going to these things have been having for a while, and you keep it super light. You don't come on super strong. You don't start sharing your whole entire life story with people you just met. Uh, that's not necessary, and two, it seems needy. And heavy disclosure is frankly just too much for someone that you just met. But over time, you will feel out people that uh, you would like to get to know a bit better based on how you guys vibe. And this is a lot more of a feeling thing. You may drop uh, some opinions that you may have and see how people respond. If someone disagrees with you but is able to um, articulate their stance, like why they think that you're incorrect, or maybe like, have you thought about this XYZ, like an intelligent response, right? It seems like they take some time to give you a real response. That's the type of person you're looking for. You don't need people that are going to agree with you, but you do need someone uh, who's going to be willing to engage in a conversation and seems to want more than just the generic activity that you guys are doing together. Now, you may or may not have this person's contact information from just doing the activity together, um, but what you want to do is you want to try to move from that activity to just somewhere sitting and talking. Now, I like food whenever it comes to this sort of bonding, like to break bread with someone is an easy way to build a bond. So even if you don't drink, everybody has to eat. And most times people are hungry after they do an activity for a couple hours or something. Or you can schedule like, hey, would you like to meet up for lunch sometime? Right. Something that you're going to do throughout the day. Um, or just go for a couple of drinks if you drink. It's going to be easier to get a dude out for a couple beers. And then from there, you just see where the conversation goes. Um, now, like I said, you want to stick with light and medium disclosure until you feel like you've built enough rapport with someone that you can share some deeper stuff. Like, hey, I'm having this type of issue at work, XYZ uh, problem in my relationships. And obviously that's for a, a closer friend. You know, what do you think? Can I hear some of your feedback, right? Now, it is important to remember that you do not ask advice from people who have not done what you were trying to do, um, because basically people are just going to give you advice from their perspective. So if you talk to someone who's been through like eight divorces and somehow can't hold a relationship together, don't ask that person about relationship problems. Right. If you are trying to figure out how to manage your money, you don't talk to somebody who's broke. You talk to your friend who manages his money well, um, things of that nature. But as far as just general hanging out, getting to know somebody, uh, this is sort of the, the funnel for guys. So you have an activity, just to sum it up, you have an activity 
that you do with other men or you have a friend that you've known for a while and you think this person will be open to a deeper sort of relationship but you haven't bothered to take initiative so the next time you meet this friend or you meet somebody at an activity you share a little bit more than just the light uh, that you catch that thing on tv hey i saw this on reddit that you see this article right you might share a quote-unquote controversial opinion um, and see how they respond if they respond with something that is thoughtful and are willing to engage in a conversation that is past surface level then you can try to move that on to something outside of the activity a and this is with somebody new or uh, b this process is going to move quicker with someone that you've known for a while so you might just be able to skip straight to the relationship sort of problems the work sort of problems the real heavy disclosure that you don't start with a new person with now if they respond back like i said with something that seems thought out then they are also willing to engage in this now the important thing is to make sure that you keep this uh, relationship alive so if this is a school homie obviously you don't have to worry about that you guys have already been hanging out for a long time and will continue to hang out for a long time um given that you just sort of been around each other forever you probably don't need to establish some sort of routine with this person. Now, if this is a new person that you met at an activity like bowling, like I talked about earlier, and you sort of converted this into a deeper sort of uh, friendship, you may want to set some boundaries around it at first. Like, hey, um, I'm really looking for somebody to help me with uh, keeping on track with going to the gym, let's say three times a week. Uh, would you be cool with checking in with me uh, two, three times a month? Or you could just insert some sort of interval that you feel cool with. And if they agree to that, uh, then you guys can sort of schedule that out. Um, if not, though, uh, you probably just want to make sure that you can see them maybe like once or twice a month. Someone that you can hang out with or is going to be willing to talk and that you could talk about some deeper stuff with. Now, there is no need to set a sort of cadence with someone like to verbalize a, hey, I would like to meet this many times. If you're not doing a sort of check-in type relationship and this is just someone that you think is cool to hang around with, that you enjoy being around, but also shares those same positive values that we discussed earlier. Now, the, the real benefit for these relationships comes after you put some time in because they know who you are as a person. And this allows you to share without having to worry about being judged, right? Uh, they know you have good intentions. So if you say something that could be misconstrued as you, know, you being a racist or think some people don't uh, deserve help or just insert anything here, right, that could be a little bit more risque than something that you would say with a new person, you know that that person is going to give you the benefit of the doubt. Uh, they're also going to be willing to challenge your beliefs, but you don't have to worry about uh, them going out and tweeting that you were a horrible person because you said X, Y, Z. Um, and these sort of bonds are going to uh, prevent that sort of loneliness that we talked about earlier, um, but also keep you on track. And frankly, um, like I said, the masculine keeping the masculine on track is good for us individually. And as a whole, should keep a lot of this uh, nonsense, the violence, the separation, the things that men do in the world, um, especially when they get angry and pointed in a direction as a group down. And like I said before, it is my belief that the more of us that are talking about that we want to live this type of way, that we put this type of information out there, that when guys who are coming up behind us or people who are just sort of lost or at a, a turning point, point of phase in their life for their relationships 
or going out looking for information that they could find this sort of stuff, right? We're not saying masculine, masculinity is bad. We're not saying that masculinity doesn't have uses. In fact, we're saying that there are po many positive aspects of it and the problems in your life are probably just due to misapplication or just the complete absence of masculinity, not that the masculine is, itself is bad, right? So uh, people don't fall into these angrier spaces on the internet where these people are, are saying masculinity is good, but they're also saying that all of the uh, the modern day type things are bad, like we've talked about before, that women can do their own things, right? Like this is the 21st century, we're moving forward into the future, and masculinity just needs to be updated uh, to go along with that, not some sort of aggressive policy that exerts control so that things are more comfortable uh, for you. So I love you guys, be good to one another, and I'll see you next week. Thank you for hanging out with me on the True Masculine Project. Please like, rate, and subscribe in your favorite podcasting app. Uh, if you want to interact with the show, you can catch us on Instagram at true, T-R-U-E-M-P underscore podcast. See you next time.